0: Systems initiated. You're listening to the Empire Podcast Network.
1: As an actor, I made a career out of surviving personal and family dramas on daytime television. Now in real life, I've also had my fair share of challenges, just like everybody else. But TV and film can be a nice escape from our own daily struggles. Well, let's face it. Life is not TV and film. Yeah. It's time to keep it real. With Real Conversations with Jacob Young. Sponsored by Boys Town. My guest this week is the driving force behind the clothing line that commemorates the life of an iconic bull rider... You know who I'm talking about, Lane Frost. On July 30th, 1989, at the age of 25, the world champion bull rider lost his life in the arena after a bull struck him, following his ride. Lane's nephew honors his uncle's legacy with the incredible clothing line that keeps his uncle's name alive. Now, I have the honor of wearing Lane Frost's clothing every single day. <laughs> And my guest this week is the CEO of Lane Frost brand, Stetson Frost. You know what time it is. It's time to keep it real. With Jacob Young, sponsored by Boys Town. Stetson, how's it going, my man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Well, I'm super excited about this episode because you know, you know what a fan I am of Lane Frost and my family was involved in some bull riding, not on that level. My brother and I did it. Um, so I'm growing up on a, on a ranch. Um, I think that's probably how we ended up connecting because we've known each other for a while now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's six plus years now.
1: Yeah, man. Really? Six years. (laughs) 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 Dang it. I want those six years back. (laughs) Um, but this is such a great honor. It's, it's such a, a great way to honor your uncle, who was so beloved by fans of all ages. You were you were pretty young when your uncle had his tragic accident. What are some of the interesting things that you learned about Lane from friends and family?
0: Yeah. So, you know, Lane, you know, he died in 89. I was born in 86. So I was barely three. Um, so pretty much all my, my legacy and memories is stories told from friends and family and just how much, you know, how much of a cut-up he was and how positive and happy he was dang near 99% of the time. Uh, I forget who told me the story, but there's a story that... So I guess Lane was on the road and ran into one of his buddies at a rodeo close, kind of close to the house. And he said, Hey, I know Kelly just cooked up a bunch of cookies. You can swing by the house and get some cookies on the way out, and, but I'm headed to this other rodeo. So they, they go to Quanah and I guess they're coming up to the place. Well, Kelly wasn't there either. Lang was messing with them. He had two <laughs> he had Rottweilers and he knew that he would hop out of that car to go get some cookies. No Rottweilers come at him. So pretty much that was just a setup. So his dogs were chasing, but just stories like that, man, like all the time hearing stuff.
1: Yeah. Good old boy stuff. <laughs> Cause that's what you would do to, you know, your friends, right? Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Um, so the Lane Frost brand is a family-run business. How important has your your family been in your life, your personal life?
0: Oh, it's been huge. I mean, you know, without support, you know, just through your your, your daily life as a child and growing up and school and everything, you know, you, you need that support system, and family is super important. You know, I made sure and talked to Grandma, which is Lane's mom. Uh, you know, I talked to her thoroughly through this about doing it and robbing my Aunt Lane's sister. You know, I just wanted them to know where my heart was and what I'm coming at with this and they were all about it. You know, and that was seven and a half years ago. Here we are.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I sort of answered this, this next question, but what prompted you to create the line clothing line to honors legacy?
0: You know, I've always been a cap guy, both worn ball caps. And I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe there's a need out there for, for a Lane Frost hat. And when I did it, I was like, I'm just going to make a few, I'll, you know, Sound with some buddies, might sell a couple, whatever. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. I had a day job, you know, we were almost uh, a year in and I still had a day job. So I made these hats and I made a little website just thinking, oh, we'll sell a couple, you know, it'll fund itself just to get some more hats. And then it boom, it just snowballed. I mean, I had to I had to quit my job because I couldn't keep up. And
1: <laughs> well that well well that's terrible. You had to quit your job. <laughs>
0: Oh, I know. No, <laughs> People are like, oh, yeah, you, you just push a button. Now, I mean, I'm 90 hours a week on a, on a slow week.
1: Oh, man. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's demand, and you were right. Your intuitions were absolutely right. You know, the one thing that I think about is do you think Lane knows?
0: I hope he does. Uh, you know, that's, that's something, you know, I hope I hope one day when I meet him, you know, you, know, you know, he'll be like, you know, he did good by me. I hope.
1: I mean it's it's really inspiring when you look at it that way. Um because I like to think that, you know, I like to think that we go to heaven and and um and the idea of him like going wow my name lived on and I lived on and my legacy lived on and my family's having that and and pushing uh the next generations to remember. You know, I I just think it's I think it's great all all the way around. So Kudos and congratulations to you on Thanks. that.
0: Thanks. That means a lot.
1: Is a strong work ethic something you learned from your family?
0: Yeah. So, you know, on the frost side, especially like my dad, my grandpa, they're workaholics. I mean, they just, they work, you know, that's just how they're, they're bred. And I guess it, you know, came into me the same way. I, uh, I'm not scared to work. I mean, it can be hundred degrees out there right now. I'll go dig, you know, dig fence posts, whatever I gotta do, you know, whatever needs to be done. So, uh, Work ethic has never been a problem. It's just I've always kind of been underwhelmed with every job I've had. I maxed them out. I went as far as I could without pretty much owning the place. And, you know, especially if I was in sales or something, I just, you know, I would just kind of pretty much take over my market. And then it's like, I'm unfulfilled still, you know? So this, you know, I never thought this would be what i would be doing, but it turned out that working for myself is where I needed to be in my life. And it just happened to work out that I get to honor and promote my uncle through it all.
1: Yeah, it's quite a success story. Uh, because when we first met, I, I know you, you, were, you had a lot of different hats. Uh, and I knew that they were selling out pretty quickly. So you were trying to keep up demand, but you were still pretty small at that time.
0: Oh, man. When we started talking, I was literally doing this out of a guest room in our house in Oklahoma City while my wife was in hygiene school. Wow. I mean, we were, it was, it was ramen noodles every night.
1: (laughs) And for you, for those of you who are listening, I actually just got a guided tour uh, via Zoom, of course, and uh, of the new facilities and the warehouses. Unbelievable. It's an unbelievable facility that it's come from such a small operation into such a, such a just awesome, you guys are just killing it. You're slaying it.
0: Yeah, we've been blessed, man. I mean, you know, the growth, you know, Lane Lane paved the way. I just provide the vehicle now. You know, Lane did all the work. We're just providing you know assets to his fan base.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Starting mm. set up a guest room, working out of a shop, like it literally, it was like twenty-two by twenty-two by uh, thirty. Our, our warehouse until two months ago, we finally got our new building, and it took us eight months of building it. And you know, I've always ran this on: if we don't have it, we don't spend it. You know, this building and everything, you know, it's, it's all paid for itself. The building's paid for, there, there's, there's no, there's no line at the bank or nothing. You know, we've, we've done everything in a way that protects the brand, protects the finances. And at the end of the day, it's all encompassed and under the Wayne Frost umbrella.
1: That's fantastic. So it's not going anywhere anytime soon.
0: No, God willing. Today. And that's <laughs> what we're pushing, you know, we just did a deal with Wild Gear, shout out to them. Uh, we're going to have full custom cups. We just got the cups in We got three different types of logos on the cups. Uh, and I just had a meeting with them this morning on the phone over uh, the ice chest department. And that's going to be huge. We're, we're pretty excited about that offering that.
1: Yeah. You f- you're following your dreams. Your uncle was someone who also followed his dreams. What advice would you give teens today that are, you know, maybe not being able to follow their dreams or think that they can't follow their dreams or it's hopeless.
0: Man, a big thing with me, you know, people just assume, oh, there was a silver lane cross spoon, you know. You know, Clyde and Elsie, they're very frugal. My grandparents, when they go to they Lady McDonald's, I mean, they don't go out and sit down, they're not extravagant, you know, they're, they're very on a fixed income now because they're aged, you know. And she gets mad at me when I write her checks because I feel like that's my duty is to give them money from this because it's their son and it's it's, it's something they've allowed me to do. Oh, and she gets just fucking mad at me when I write her check. And I'm like, well, uh, you know, here's the check. Yeah. But, uh, With that, I will say this. I was raised in town with my mother. I mean, and people, again, have that assumption. You know, life was just easy. Food stamps, welfare, roaches. I had to get myself up for school every day. I was the oldest. There was five siblings in the home. All of them are half and step that that I had. I don't have any full-blood siblings. Uh, So, you know, in my stars at that point, I was supposed to fall in line and probably live on... Poverty and, and be in that lifestyle. That, that, that was the path my, my home life was on. And, you know, I made a point to just outwork myself. You know, I've always, you know, okay, cool. I accomplished something yesterday. Now, how can I beat yesterday? So the whole thing with me has been, you know, you have to be driven every day. You can't just be driven in a few moments a week or a month because that's not enough. You, you have to outdo yourself every day. But my, my biggest point on this will be, you know, you control your stars, you know, no, no one else controls your destiny. So unless you want to work for it as hard as you can, and probably on the point that you didn't think you could, you know, that, that's what, that's the key to it is work ethic. It's all work ethic. And I, you know, you watch a lot of people in this generation and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but you know, if, if, if a little bitty wall crumbles in what they think is their life, they just ruins it. And you have to be tough, man. You have to be able to take rejection. You have to be able to fail. You're going to fail. If everything comes easy, when you do fail, say 10 years later, it's going to destroy you. So we, we hope everybody fails along the way. That way, as, as you grow and as you do more things and accomplish more things, failures are going to be harder because there's more on the line. You know, When you're my age now and your age, there's kids involved. There's wife involved. There's mortgage involved. There's a lot of things here that when you're 22... I failed. No one will know. We'll just sweep it on the road and keep going. Well, now, you know, you have accountability. So I would say this life's tough. It's hard. You control your destiny. You control your temper. You control your attitude. But at the end of the day, whoever's putting in the most work, that's that's the guy or the girl that's gonna make it.
1: It's it's such great you know, advice. <laughs> True. It is that's such great advice. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself, to be honest. I in the career profession that I've chose, you know, being in TV, I mean, I'm I'm riddled, first of all, with anxiety getting in front of people. And then I choose a career where I'm actually in front of cameras and people and actors sizing you up and down. And, you know, how good is this person? But beyond that, just getting there. Every audition. You know, the you could easily just go. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it. And I failed. And I'm a failure. I have failed thousands of times, not just in auditions, but just on the way up trying to figure out how to do it. And it, it's work ethic. you you got to have a tough skin. And I say, make the mistakes while you're younger. That's that's when you need to learn, to, you know, uh, how to keep moving forward in life. Make as many mistakes. It's fine. It's fine to make mistakes. Just don't go get arrested. You know, don't make those kind of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But make the mistakes of uh, failure. Failure's OK. Right. It's that old expression. What don't kill you makes you stronger.
0: Exactly. You know, and imagine this. I mean, look, look, like you said, what you do, you know, you go in for a job and what? There's 100 people at least looking yeah. for that job that day. Oh,
1: thousands.
0: Thousands. Okay. You know, nowadays you go apply for a job. There might be, you know, obviously I'm in a rural area. I'm sure in LA, Chicago, New York, I'm sure it's, you know, every job there's a hundred plus applicants or more. But what I'm getting at is you literally, when a show ends, you lost your job every time and you go apply for a new show and you have that much competition every show. You know, most people will, will just give up after the first job application that turns them down. So that that's where you have to dig in deep, and 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 I, I give you kudos, man, because all the years that you've had to hustle to make your way,
1: it, it still is a hustle, man. I mean, look, let, let's just be straight about this. It's one percent, one, and it's like a tenth of a percent actually are continuously working actors in the industry. Now we're talking the A-list actors that you know uh, of the world. Um, those are the ones that continue to work, um, and. To just have a steady job is is ninety nine point nine percent impossible. The industry has dictated it. Those numbers are real. Um, doesn't mean you are not going to work. It just means you have to realize um, it's going to take probably another fifty auditions, forty auditions, thirty auditions. I, I can only relate it to like a professional athlete going out for the big time, going for a professional league. You know, they're, audition- they're basically auditioning for all those coaches and those team owners. And a lot of them don't make the cut.
0: But they do it once.
1: But they only. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> 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 That's the problem. So we're celebrating, and I say celebration, the death of Lane Frost. It's the 32nd anniversary. Yes. What does that mean to you?
0: And for. Lane to be gone 32 years. And people don't realize, you know, he passed at 25, y'all. He was a, he was a baby. I mean, he was a young, young man. You know, that's, that's, uh, gosh, that's, that's, uh, what is it? See, I'm 34. So that was nine years ago for me. You know, I'd have been nine years younger and I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a clue, you know, honestly, at 25 where I was going to end up or what I was going to do. So he, you know, as a pup, 25 years old, he passed away. Here we are, 32 years later, still honoring him, still memorializing him. And it just gives me goosebumps, man. I mean, for a guy in such a small spectrum of sports, you know, because rodeo is still, you know, you, you got you know, you know, got NFL, NBA, or and, and then you got rodeo. It, it needs that type of credit, but it doesn't get it. You know, ESPN used to show the finals, but they don't really, I don't know what the deal is, but I would call this a sport with any other, you know, but nobody gives it the credit. So he was in a sport that was hardly known to secular TV world. And he had that much of an impact before social media, before you could just get on a cell phone and text somebody some results or a picture before any of that. This man made his name. So. I don't even know what like so such a household name, I guess. Back then that now here we are 32 years later and Cheyenne, you know, Cheyenne's daddy-in-law's it's, its own event, but yeah. you can't say Cheyenne without Lane Frost involved. You just yeah. can't do it. So for all this to be going on, his memorial, you know, and around this week too, all the rodeo pages, all the associations, they'll, they'll do their memorial post for and stuff. And it's just awesome. But yes, we are celebrating because we're celebrating a life lived. Yes, he passed away at 25 on the 30th of July. But it's not about that. It's about that twenty-five years and what this man accomplished that young, that quickly. That's
1: would you that s- up would you say you know because the kids out there there you know it's the social media right I and mean, everybody has to have social media these days. But he had a charisma that would have been worthy of a massive social media account. He was oh. he was unique. I mean, even the way he would, when he would, when we win and he put up his arms and um, it's just, you know, he had, a, he was a special quality. It's that it factor I talk about a lot. And he not only was an incredible champion bull rider, but he had that it, it, it factor. It was the full package.
0: 100%. And honestly, a lot of guys don't have that. And, and I'm not knocking anybody's career or anything, but through they're, they're a really good athlete or they're, or they're really good with, you know, uh, interviews, social media, stuff like that. Um, or they're just a, a sharp dresser and carry themselves well. Well, Lane did all those things. He, he, he meshed them all up into one person. And you're right. I mean, he, you know, they, they, you know, larger than life, you know, champion in the arena, champion in life. You know, there was some things that have been said about him, George Michaels, you know. Uh, but he, he just, he was the full package. You know, I've yet to see, I'm not going to say any names, but there might be two guys out there. That equally have the charisma, the talent, and the business mindset of where Lane was. And that's, you know, back from 1980s, you know, 89 was as the end. But from when he graduated high school from 82 to 89, that dude was putting in work. He was not just thinking about bull riding. You know, he was he was wanting to do all kinds of other things and get his name out there. You know, you know, he was starting to get sponsorships there towards the end that weren't a thing yet, you know, sponsored. You know, rodeo athletes covered in patches and stuff wasn't even a thing back then. And this guy was already, he was he was molding and working his way to get all that stuff done in those last few years.
1: Yeah. Would you say it's safe to say that from Lane's legacy that it's thrust bull riding into the spotlight that it is today?
0: I would say it's helped tremendously, especially the movie. You know, uh, Lane, was, uh, Lane was rodeo famous and, you know, kind of country famous, redneck famous, you know, hillbilly famous, whatever you want to call it. He was famous to, to I would say, the, the rural community of America before the movie. But when that movie came out, it's, it's kind of like uh, you know, Yellowstone today. You know, I hear there's so many startup branches and people <laughs> want to be cowboys all of a sudden. It's crazy just because they're watching Yellowstone. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I've even t- talked to uh, people over at American Hat and they, just, they can't keep hats because you know, they're a sponsor of the show and they integrated it. Oh, you have to have this cowboy hat to be like ripped from Yellowstone. I guess I've never watched that. I kind of <laughs> watch
1: like that. Anyway, you you do. I, you have to have that hat if you want to want to be like him.
0: I guess <laughs> that movie made him internationally famous, household name outside of rodeo. You know, if if you watch that movie once, it, it it hit it hit hard. You know, that movie strikes a nerve with anybody. And, and, and your life goes through stages. You know, we were at church Sunday and. um, or a uh, music director who spoke, his name's Clay Edwards. And, you know, he was talking about basically watching um, the play, you know, Jesus's life play in uh, Branson. You know, he said, when I did that when I was young, it meant something different to me now that I do it when I'm older because I have children. So it, 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 it hurt them, but it really hurts thinking about giving up your child for that, you know? And, and, and where I'm going with this is just, it just, it, things mean different things in different stages of life. And now, you know, looking back, people that watch that movie that have children, man, that's tugging on them heartstrings because that's someone's son. And he was young still, too, you know? Yeah. So on, on the fame side of it, the movie helped tremendously to get it globally and make him a household name outside of Rodeo. Because it's so funny. You can walk up to somebody in the streets of New York and say, do you know who Lane Frost is? And a lot of people will go, I saw the movie 8 Seconds. That's about him, right? Like. Yeah. You know, they don't know who he is, but they can relate it from the movie. So, yes, that was a big part of helping Rodeo maybe explode a little more. And I'm not saying it's done it. You know, they've done a great job marketing Rodeo organizations. That they've done huge. I mean, PBR is up there with UFC now you know, on, on the level of awesomeness. But the thing is, I will say this on the safety side, you know, when Lane passes, that's when they're like, okay, we need to figure out some kind of protection. Yeah you figure out a vest. We need, you know, and the helmet came a little later, but, you know, so I would say the longevity of a cowboy has tenfold went up since lane pass. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. The safety, sport, and
0: they can last a longer in their career.
1: Yeah. The safety protocols. I mean, when I was riding, I was wearing a vest. No helmets at that point. I mean, you once in a while, you'd see somebody wear a helmet and and all the other cowboys behind the chute snickering at them. But now it's like, it's like, it's, it's the smartest thing to do. I mean, if you want to, I mean, what people don't understand is they're they're riding a 2,500, 3,000 pound animal. And uh, they can kill you with one kick, you know, one butt of the head. So
0: the human knows that firsthand from audacious, you know, he had to have reconstructive face surgery. And I'm sure he would have, if he would have known that was going to happen eventually, he'd probably had a helmet on.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. I think so. Oh man!
0: Uh, now you know the ones that oh, i wearing a helmet. A lot of those guys are transitioning because they've had bad injuries recently. And you know why not? And I know it's it's grandfather now. You know if you're not born between you know before 1998 or something, you have to wear a helmet. Like there's oh, there.
1: okay, that's great.
0: That's really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure on the year, but they they've got that thing now where all the grandfather people, you know, they're, they won't be riding in the next five years. They, they're you know they're in their late 30s, mid 30s now. Yeah.
1: Um, tell everybody how they can get Lane Frost brand.
0: So, the gear. Uh, well, well, lanefrost.com for the website, obviously. Um, if you're wanting to check us out, see who we are, how we are, I would suggest you follow our Instagram, Lane Frost brand, uh, Facebook, Lane Frost brand, Twitter, Lane Frost brand, TikTok, Lane Frost, you know, all those. Um, and that's where you can see who we really are. You know, we're about Lane's legacy, we're about the athletes. We're about giving back, you know, things like that. It's very important to us.
1: Yeah. All you have to do is type in Lane Frost, too. And Lane Frost brand comes up on any of your searches. Um, also, uh, anybody listening, you can just hit the link in my bio and go right to the store right there. Online store. Um, you guys are always running different kinds of specials. Um, I yes. see there's uh, packages for Father's Days, And you always have some sort of uh, package that's going on, which is really cool. So make sure you take advantage of all of those opportunities when they're there. Um, if you could take a ride in the Jacob young time machine, what would you tell a 10 year old, your 10 year old self?
0: My 10 year old self. Yeah. I would say, uh, lighten up a little bit. You're going to make it.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah. Don't take life so serious, man. Or so hard. You know, it's easier said than done. Right.
0: It really is. And why why I say that is I've I've had an epiphany in the past six months, eight months. You know, like I said, I've always tried to outdo myself and hustle and pressure and push. You know, I got to I got to get this done. I got to make this happen. I got to, you know, I got to get this connection figured out. Let's make this work. And, you know, my wife came up to me one day, Kelsey, the most beautiful, most amazing woman in the world. She came up to me the other day, you know, and it was like, hey, why are you so hard on yourself? You know that was kind of the premise, and I was like, I don't know. I mean, so you know who who's going to be hard on me if I'm not? You know that, that I didn't. I didn't need a judge. I'll judge myself. You know that's how kind of I ran my life. And she's like, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to what you're trying to accomplish, but I think you've made it." <laughs> and I was like, "That's sweet." What is she talking about? And it took me a minute, and I sit there and I process that, and I was like, "Yeah." I should, I should light my light my load and, you know, get off my own back because I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, I don't, I well, don't know.
1: you know, there's, there's two ways of thinking, right? Sometimes, you know, you know, we have to be hard on ourselves in order to, to get through that, that portion or that hump that you try to try to get over. And then there's the other part, parts where, you know, it, when you do get to a point like where you're at, you lighten up and you know what, maybe there's even more success to come because of that. Um, You allow yourself to go a little easier on yourself. Maybe the thought processes will flow in like the river. You know what I mean?
0: Well, like stuff like this, now, you know, I'm able to do these, you know, we, we've hired, man, we got a cracker Jack staff. Our, our I've hired a manager that runs the warehouse now. You know, yeah. and, uh, the rest of the staff's under him. We have a, a wholesale manager now. You know, we have someone, she's, she's pretty much overfilling of the orders. And that has streamlined us so much. And, you know, now, they come to me with things like, oh, good. That's not on my list. That's on your list. Cool. You know, now I can chase, chase this, this new lead on what we want to do next. So they've honestly helped really uh, broaden the spectrum of what I can handle now because it was strictly get the orders out, take care of the customer, get the orders out. That's all I could do at the time because I didn't have the supporting staff I needed.
1: Right. But now they're there. And now you can take it easy. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least a little easier.
0: A little, yeah. I'm still going to be hard on
1: myself. That's just me. So my other sponsor, because guys, I am sponsored by Lane Frost brand. I'm proud to wear the brand. It's the clothing is such quality, high, high quality. It's the kind of shirts when you put on that, you know, you wish every company would just make, they're just, they're super comfortable, super great cotton. The hats are amazing. My wife is always trying to steal them. Um, So, you know, hide them from your wives. Or buy them for your wives.
0: There you
1: go. Uh, I have one more question because my other sponsor, Boys Town, uh, they've adopted the slogan, He ain't heavy, he's my brother, meaning at some point in our lives, somebody has carried us. Who's carried you?
0: And yeah, I'd say my family, you know. Um, just, you know, through any trials and tribulations, I've always been able to lean on someone from my family, you know, whether it be a grandpa, grandmother, you know, I've always been able to. Kind of go home. You know how you want to go home and hit that reset and just, hey, I need a process and I need to be loved on. And that, that's where that comes from, man. So I would say family, you
1: know. Awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. And I also want to thank you for joining me today. Your clothing's not only well made, but it, again, it's super stylish. It's beautiful that you have found a way to keep Lane's name and legacy alive. And I wasn't kidding when I said I wear something with Lane's name on it almost every single day. His spirit will always be with us. So thank you so much, Stetson. Thanks, man. Real Conversations is proud to announce our partnership with Lane Frost Brand. We'll be doing a monthly giveaway of a different item each and every month. So be sure to enter. All you have to do is follow at Real Conversations with Jacob on Instagram, tag two friends, and be sure to download the latest episode of my podcast. And in the meantime, make sure you check out all the amazing merchandise for the whole family at
0: lanefrost.com.